Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. Real honored to be able to share today. And you know, when we're in this time of worship there, I just really felt the Lord say that He's going to take people from fear to faith today. He's going to take people from fear into love, into the nurturing care of God today. Um, whatever is happening in people's lives, God sees it. He loves us so, so much that He wants to get personal with us today. And so I would just, as Pastor Luke was saying, open up your heart. Let Him just come in and reside today and do whatever he wants to do today because he really does want to touch every life today and later on in the service I'm going to give people an opportunity to come to know Christ today what an honor that would be we do this at every service we give people an opportunity to welcome King Jesus into their lives into their hearts to be able to to go on a journey and the relationship with God the journey that I took 32 years ago and so my life has changed forever never looking back and so at the end of the service I'm going to be able to have the great privilege to, to invite people to respond to Christ and so let me just pray father I just thank you so much Lord you're such a, an amazing living amazing God Lord and today father I just um, entrust this word into your hands but Lord everyone father into your hands today Lord God as we uh, again open up our lives Lord Jesus father you're going to do something so personal in each one of us in Jesus name amen amen I want to read a beautiful psalm to you today it's Psalm 23 and um, it's such an incredible psalm. It's such a familiar psalm. Um, I'm sure that every single one of us over time has heard this beautiful psalm. And let it just minister to your life today as I read it. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He lets me rest in fields of green grass. He leads me to quiet pools of fresh water. He gives me new strength. He guides me in the paths that he has promised. Even if I go through the deepest darkness, I will not be afraid. Lord, for you are with me. Your shepherd's rod and your staff, they protect me. You prepare a banquet for me where all my enemies can see me. You welcome me as an honored guest, and you fill my cup to the brim. I know that your goodness and love will be with me the rest of my life, and your house will be my home as long as I live. That is such a beautiful, beautiful psalm. And in fact, it is the most popular psalm of all of the psalms. And it really does speak to us as God's people of God's loving care and nurture for us. And David was the writer of that psalm. And he personalizes the image of a shepherd. David takes that image of a shepherd, the shepherd who leads, who guides, who watches over his flock, and he describes these images in such a way that David portrays it 
because he knew what it was to be a shepherd, but in such a way that it describes so beautifully this nurturing role that God has for us. And David draws us up into the realm of a shepherding um, as if we were there ourselves. I see myself in that, and, and every time I hear Psalm 23 read out, um, it has the ability to draw me up into that very personal nature of that psalm. We can imagine the care, the peace, the protection, the gentle prodding of this shepherd to save us from harm, the nurture of this shepherd. David knew what it was to be a shepherd. David was a shepherd, and he knew this work through and through. He was passionate about it. And there was no other image that was more comforting to David than the image of being a shepherd. Because the shepherd was a protector, David knew what it was to protect his flock. The shepherd was the provider. David knew what it was to provide for his flock. The shepherd was the nurturer and the nourishment. David knew what it was to find feed and grass and, and food for his flock. And David knew what it was to place himself between terror and the reality of that something was going to happen to the flock. Because David, as we know, was not, a fear, was not afraid of, of fear. He wasn't a man who stood back. He knew what it was to care. And there we are in Psalm 23 with a cheap shepherd, King Jesus, is looking after us. And this is David's confession. And um, even though he knew all about what it was to be a shepherd, he so tells us in these images that he too is in need of a shepherd. Actually, David, the shepherd, becomes in need of a shepherd, in need of the chief shepherd. And he's filled with confidence as he reflects about his own care. And this is very, very real to David. It's very tangible. It's, it's something that he knows that he is in need of himself. And um, just some childhood memories. I grew up on a farm, and um, I was just thinking about um, how my dad cared for his animals. And um, it wasn't unusual when wintertime would come, and anybody who grew up in Ireland or the UK would know that it's certainly the weather can get a bit nasty at times. And it wasn't unusual for dad to take an animal into the house at wintertime. That shepherding role, that care, that nurture, and. And because he knew that animal would not survive the night out in the cold, even if they were in sheds, to bring that animal and lay that animal by the fire, it wasn't unusual to see that. And it just reminds me of that incredible, incredible imagery again that David has. This is, this is, this is what Jesus does for us. This is what God does for us. He absolutely cares for us. And David... He never held back from proclaiming who was his God, who was his protective. David was good at showing his emotions, sometimes even raw. He never held back. He wasn't one to hide his feelings. He knew what it was like to feel that. And with intensity, we know that David could be intense. He could be quiet. He could be all of those things. He knew what it was, and he was not afraid to show his feelings. And he was aware of his own failures, too. David was so, so aware of his own failures. You know what the brilliant ability David had was to express himself so freely before God. He had the ability to express himself freely before God. And this is how he overcame obstacles in, in his life, was actually to go to God, to actually bear it all before God and say, God, I am in need of you. 
I'm in need of this beautiful image of a shepherd. I'm so in need of you. And he looked to God time and time again. David met us. We knew exactly where David stood, didn't we? In all of his failures, we knew exactly what David's confession was, that he believed in his God, that he believed that his God would bring him through. And he showed us such a beautiful aspects of and character of God. God as our caring provider, and that's what he is. He knows. He cares. He cares about our needs, and he does not withhold any good thing from those that he loves. God is a restoring God. Every single one of us who have come to Christ know of his restorative work in our lives. He gives us strength and replenishes our weary souls. We find our rest in him. He is able to put back the pieces together. That's what God is so good at, putting back the pieces together in the brokenness, in our frailty. When we feel like, okay, God, all is lost. Jesus says, no, nothing's lost. I'm going to put those pieces back together. So in this imagery of this beautiful shepherd, we see God as being the restoring God, the restorative God. God offers us protection. He is near in all circumstances. Sometimes we find ourselves in the darkest of valleys. Sometimes we find ourselves without hope, lacking confidence. Maybe disappointment has taken us out. Maybe something of a tragedy. Maybe grief has been at our door and we just can't get beyond it. But God says he knows he cares. He offers us that protection and that nurture in all circumstances. And he wants to restore our confidence. He so wants to restore our confidence. He promises to protect us and bring us through. God blesses us. He promises that goodness and love will follow us all the days of our life. What an incredible gift to be given that goodness and love will follow us all of our days of our life. And no matter what the challenges we face, and there are very real challenges living in the world that we live in. Challenges are real, but we need to be reminded today that we have got an amazing, beautiful God, that beautiful image of a shepherd, actually, that King of Kings is right there to bless us. He's our comforter, a very real comfort in times of need. And the great thing is, no matter what the challenge is, God can turn it around for good. That's exactly the God that we serve. And David developed confidence in God. As I said, he did not run away from difficult situations, but David faced them head on. And he knew, he knew who had his rear guard. He knew at the end of the day that he had God to turn to. And that is just such a, an amazing gift and ability that David has left with us. He's left this um, legacy with us to know that in all confidence, we can face the things that we're going through. That in all confidence that we have got a God, an incredible Savior who is right there, who is facing things with us. But not only that, we've got a God who can bring us through every single challenge, every single challenge. And um, again, we were no doubt where David sought his comfort. David sought his comfort in God. 
And he would have said in everything that he was going through and in, in all the victories, but also the times when he was running and times when he was hiding and all of those things, God said, I know who my deliverer is. I know who is my landing place. I know who is the constant in my life. And I've been thinking about that because, you know, particularly the world that we're living in right now, many people are clutching, could this be something that I can hold on? Is this a constant? And, and then, then that is changing. It's shifting sands. Things are changing right in front of our eyes. And, uh, you know, and we need to just realize that we've got this constant. God is our constant strength. God is our conference, our constant a refuge. And David did not hold back with that. Psalm 63, verses 3 says, David's speaking again, because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips will praise you. Your loving kindness is better than life itself. My lips will praise you. David knew that his life depended on God. And he always gave God the credit for everything. David absolutely gave God the credit. He said he knew in of itself, if of, in of himself, that he was a sinner. He was in need of a God. But yet he discovered this amazing place where he could come freely to God. He could come freely and boldly before his God. And that image of the shepherd is so relevant to us today. It is not like a little um, kid's story that we've heard. The image of a shepherd, the caring, nurturing God who is present in every situation, who actually wants to take direction of our lives. He wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. Um, that is so relevant today. God, we are in need of a shepherd. We are in need of one that would lay down his life and Interesting enough, Pastor Spencer read this scripture this morning, and um, this is a different version, but John 10, verses 11. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for my sheep. How incredible is that? Jesus says, I am the one. If you're looking, you're looking for someone to stand by. If you're looking, and you're looking here, you're looking there, you're looking everywhere, Jesus said, no, don't look any further. I am the one. I am the one to lay down, who has laid my life down as a sacrifice freely, such love, freely given to us as a sacrifice. We didn't deserve it. I oh, know I certainly didn't. I certainly didn't deserve the love that's been poured out upon me. But as I took that hand 32 years ago in Australia while I was on holidays and working here for a year and a visa for a year. And I took that opportunity to respond to Christ. My life was changed forever. And I said, God, I don't even know if you're real, but they say you are. I don't even know if I can believe you, but they say I can. And so I took that, that opportunity to say, okay, God, in, in a form very much like this, Jesus, I'm just going to trust you. And this incredible sacrifice you have poured out and you've given your life for me, I will never, ever understand it. I will never, ever deserve it. But Jesus said, I'm going to do it. I would have done it anyway. 
I would have done it anyway. You'll never, ever deserve it, but I've given my life. And so there's no greater love than to willingly give your life for someone. Jesus was prepared to do just that, to lead us, to guide us. And um, as I said, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. But he doesn't focus on that. He focuses on this beautiful, beautiful life and strength that he can give us. And so today I would just love to ask you, where does your confidence lie? Where does your confidence lie? Where is your landing place? Or are you still wrestling with some questions about God? Again, I would say to you, God wants to answer all of your questions. And, um, and he's going to do it in his way. Sometimes I'm asking a question that's not answered, but he'll do it in his way. He'll show me in another way. Mari, this is actually, this is actually the way. This is actually what I mean. This is actually the fulfillment of your life. You may not be able to see it right now, but actually, if you trust me, then allow me to lead you this. You will see in time that this is the fulfillment of your life. He wants to answer all those questions and fill the void in our lives. And, and today, as I said in the beginning, I believe God is wanting to take people from a place of fear into faith and fear into a place of love and nurture and that tenderness and that comfort that, that he would want to pour out upon our lives afresh. And I would ask you today, um, is your relationship with God tangible? Is it real? Do you express yourself freely before God? Have you got to that place where you can abandon yourself and just express yourself freely before God in whatever way that He would lead you to do that? Because again, that's what God wants. He wants us to get to that very real place where we would say, God, I so need you. I so need you. Again, in this world, there's a whole lot of pain. There's a whole lot of disappointment. But I know one person that will never, ever let you down. Jesus will never let us down. Jesus has never let me down in 32 years. He is a good, good shepherd. The one that would lay down his life freely for you and I. And so in a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond to Christ. I'm going to give you an opportunity to come into a relationship because Maybe there are people here today and say, well, I've, ever, I've never ever known the love of a shepherd. I've never ever known this Jesus, this God who would extend this hand so freely to me. And I've never been given that opportunity. But maybe today you might even say, but I have been walking with God in the past. But, you know, I'm not freely walking with God. I'm, I'm not even being able to you know, come before him knowing that I'm in confidence. I feel so separated from him. And today I would love to be able to pray for you too and, and just come back into that relationship with God. And, and it's a very real relationship, a very real relationship as David understood, as David experienced, it's each one of us have experienced. So I'm just going to ask each person here, to bow their heads. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. 
If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member, and let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.